Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. This I feel a bit funny this week because it's been quite a while since we recorded. <laughs> Tara and I feel out of whack. Um, but anyway, we still have a new episode for you as out of whack as we feel. Uh, we are going to talk to you today about having an accountability partner. An accountability partner is somebody that helps us to achieve our goals. And we all have goals. We're all trying to declutter or we've got health goals or fitness goals or productivity or education or whatever. And one of the ways to help us achieve our goals is to use an accountability partner. So it's been a very long time, I feel, since I've thrown a stat in. I don't know what's uh-huh, happened. I've gone off the stat burner, but I found <laughs> some for this week's episode. So um, a study in the US uh, was undertaken and found that the probability of completing a goal is 10% if you have an actual idea or goal. You've got a 10% chance of you know completing that goal. 25% if you consciously decide you'll do it. 40% if you decide when you'll do it. if you plan how you'll do it, 65% chance of success if you commit to someone else that you will do it, and 95% if you have a specific Mm. accountability appointment with a person you've committed to. So it's huge. It's huge. I didn't expect the numbers to be that big. I didn't think that an accountability partner, I knew they were important, but 95% chance of success if you have an accountability partner that you have regular appointments with. I'm like, mm. the number's really It is. Well, so it's definitely worth exploring. And it's definitely well known in the neurodiverse community that accountability partners help. Um, it's something that's commonly used by people and there are even apps to help you like Focusmate where you can um, find a lovely, friendly, random stranger on the internet to work side by side with. Um, and you could use them as an accountability partner as well. So it's something that's quite um, it's quite well known as a as a useful technique. But again, I didn't know that the stats were that high as well. So that's yeah, and awesome. look for someone that wants to read about the study, I'll put a link in the show notes in case you want to um, see it in more detail. But hmm. let's talk about what an accountability partner actually does because it's easy to throw the term around there or say, "Oh, I've got a friend that I've told that." I want to declutter my garage. Is that does that make them an accountability partner? So I think we we should go yeah. through it kind of in a bit more detail so we know who qualifies. Yep. yep. So obviously, um, if you if you go back to if we go back to those stats that you talked about, um, those stats were incremental stats. So you can't just have an idea and jump from 10% to 95% by going from the idea to having an accountability partner. You have to have all the steps in between as well, which is the deciding you'll do it, the when, the how, and all that kind of stuff. And so once you, one of the things that an accountability partner does is it keeps you on track with all of those particular parts of your goal. So they know what the goal is. They know what the timelines are that you're going to achieve the goal or that when you want to achieve it. Um, and they can remind you of that if you lose focus or get off track or something like that. Yeah. And look, a good accountability partner, if you go to them with just the idea, 
they would drag you down that path anyway, saying, how yeah. are you going to do this? When are you going to do this? You know, um, what's the process, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So ideally your accountability partner would make sure all those things are pretty solid um, mm. to help yeah. get you Well, you there. can't be accountable to something that doesn't have a timeline mm. because otherwise they're, they're just randomly nagging you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, accountability partners as well are important to help keep you motivated because they should understand uh, what the benefits are for you to achieve your goal. And so then they can keep refocusing you when you get off track and chances are most things that we're striving to do, we, we fall off the wagon at some point. Um, Mm -hmm. they can bring you back, uh, remind you of your why, um, and then kind of boost your willpower or re-energize you if you become a bit demotivated. Yeah, for sure. They're um they're good for that for the motivation. And you will be like you said, you will have moments where you become demotivated. Another thing that they can do is to uh, listen to you and work through some uh, obstacles that you uh, come up against when you're trying to achieve your goal. So they can help resolve any like roadblocks you have any negative emotions through just talking about it, brainstorming about it asking you questions to make you think about things in a different way, reframing things, um, challenging the way that you're thinking. Um, if that way of thinking is the thing that's got you going in circles or churning or, you know, has you stuck somewhere as well. So that will really also help to bring you back on track when you, when you lose your way a bit. Speaking of uh, getting off track, I am getting off track listening to the birds in your house. It's or not yeah. in your house, outside your house. It makes yeah, me it feel homesick. A... It sounds so Australian. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a very happy, warbly magpie out there that, mm-hmm. you know, seems to be I think living I might, its best life. <laughs> I might try and find some magpie sounds and just play them to myself today. <laughs> I'm sure there's magpie sounds on Spotify or something. You can just stream them throughout the whole house. Yeah, I will. I'll and throw in it. the screech of a cockatoo just to keep you on your toes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every now and then. Keep it real. That's it. <laughs> so... um Accountability partners, they will help you identify your strengths and weaknesses. And, you you know, we'll get to it in a minute and talk about who you should find to be your accountability partner. But I think this is a big, a big thing. You need to make sure that um, your accountability will be honest with you. Um, and, and part of their job is, you know, being willing to tell you when you're slacking or you're making excuses or if you're doing something that's not in your wheelhouse or isn't like a natural strength of yours. So um, ideally your accountability partner would say, this is what you're great at, you know, put more energy into this and maybe, you know, outsource that bit, which is your weakness, or park everything and build up that weakness and turn it into a strength, you know, learn something or practice something until it becomes a strength. Um, so, because that's something that you're not doing well currently, but you know, your accountability should partner should kind of boost your confidence and, you know, point out these strengths and weaknesses so that, you know, you can play to your strengths as you're, you're going about achieving your goal. Yeah. I think just on that point as well, something that, and I don't know if we're meant to get to this later, Tara, and I haven't noticed in the notes, but one of the things that we have to be careful that we don't do is get defensive at these points mm. because it's really easy for some, if someone for someone to it's not easy it's not easy for someone to call us out first of all so we have to 
you know, give them kudos for doing that. So we have to actually make sure that we don't just go back with, oh, no, but that's because, and then just shut it down. Um, mm-hmm. If we, we have to stay open to that, those challenges and when, when someone does challenge our way of thinking or any behaviours or whatever, that we don't just shut them down and, and go into defensive mode and take it personally or anything like that because it's, it's something that we need to um, be open to so that we can actually get past our blocks. Yeah. And, and that accountability partner should be close enough to you and what you're trying to achieve and the ways that you're going about it that they can identify strengths and weaknesses. And it's important mm. that they identify both because it's like it's like anything. I mean, all of us will admit we're not great at everything. Mm. Um, but most you need... You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or at most things. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they need to be able to point out what you're doing really well and what you're not doing so well what is it the like the negative sandwich is that how you put it I'm trying to remember back to when I worked in HR oh. how you'd have like if you had negative criticism oh, you've or got something to say that is like you're doing this terribly you'd say something great first put the rubbish comment in the middle or the negative <laughs> feedback in the middle and then you'd finish with something positive so it was like the crap sandwich and yeah um, yeah, yeah. I think I've also read the same thing about love letters. Like if you want to say something to a partner that is like difficult to say, you start with, hello, I love you. (laughs) Please stop doing this. By the way, I love you. Um, Just to sort of, yeah, make your crap sandwich a little, yeah, soften a little bit, yeah. Um, I think another thing that's really critical for your accountability partner to be doing is celebrating with you when you succeed. So... Yes, the journey is very important, but when it's when you're goal focused, whether it is like decluttering your garage or um, like a fitness goal or something like that, you want them to be there at the end, being your like your cheerleader and your um, partner in celebration, I guess, um, because that that will help keep you motivated, knowing that they're there for the the long haul, but also that's a payoff for them as well that they can, you know, celebrate the the success at the end. Yeah, for sure. And it's always good, especially if you're the type of person that needs um, like instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Uh, long-term goals are really hard on, on people who, who like and need instant gratification, which is quite a lot of us, especially the neurodiverse people uh, who just, you know, live off those whatever dopamine you can grab for yourself um and so celebrating the wins along the way is really important to keep that motivation up up high enough to get all the way to the end so let's talk about who we should look for because i guess you know a lot of us have goals and like i would think a lot of the goals i have i don't necessarily have an accountability partner but now after reading those stats I feel like I need to get one um (laughs) am I going to get an email yeah um you know what we talked about um so let's let's chat about who we should be looking for because it's kind it's a pretty niche kind of role I think like Mm. you can't just grab someone off the street Or like, what did you say before? Very lovely, random strangers online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you can actually use, but they're, sh- they're short-term relationships. Actually, no, that's sorry. You can actually have a long-term um, focus mate buddy if you want one. But, uh, yeah, it's sort of someone a bit closer to you would be more helpful because, you know, 
we'll find out in a minute when we talk about that. Yeah. So I guess um, kind of your probably your initial reaction would be to look at close family or friends or maybe even co-workers if your goal is um, somehow work-related. Mm. Like or that. a professional, like a counsellor or yeah. a psychologist or a declutter coach or a professional organiser or someone like that. Yeah, so I guess the, the people in your immediate vicinity seem like the obvious choice. And I, mm. there's no real right or wrong. Like, generally speaking, there's no one person that's totally right or totally wrong. But there's probably, I guess, a few attributes maybe that the person that you you choose needs to have to make them successful in their role which ultimately will help you be successful yeah so I think like you said somebody that understands you and your journey is important and somebody that understands your why and I think that's really important because your why is one of the most important elements of any goal uh, really yeah the next attribute would probably be someone that genuinely and I've highlighted that on my page in bold um, because you they need to genuinely want you to achieve um, and want success for you and it's it's kind of sad but there are plenty of people out there that despite loving you or liking you as a person feed their own sense of self by seeing you stay small or that Mm. feel their ego is boosted by watching you fail And, you know, a lot of people don't do that intentionally. That's just the way they are. So I would just suggest you be wary of the person that if you choose someone as an accountability partner and they're allowing you to fall behind on plans and goals, uh, they excuse your shortcomings or lazy behavior or support your failure and, you know, and possibly even join you in it. Like you miss a milestone. They go, oh, well, let's celebrate anyway. It's no big deal. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm. They're not necessarily bad people. They're probably just not the best person to be your accountability partner. Yeah, for sure. I think that, like you said, not they're not like makes doesn't make them bad friends or anything, but yeah, just not the right person for accountability partnership, I think. Uh, and being able to hear you properly, like listen to what you're saying and hear what you're saying. And um, they need to be able to hear what you're feeling and understand that and um, what fears and concerns that you have uh, and somebody that's um, genuinely more interested in the outcomes for you and the process for you than they are about their own role in it or their own opinion about it or their own um, their own goals or anything like that at the time. Yeah. I think that's really important. Also, someone that you trust, and that seems kind of obvious, but you're going to want to be really honest with someone. So if you're, if we say you're decluttering and that's your goal and that's who you're finding an accountability partner to keep you on track with that, you have to be able to be really honest and say, oh, you know, you know, I find that the end of the day, I just can't be bothered and I shove stuff everywhere and, you know, this and that, or I found myself... (laughs) like in a really emotional mood last week and I went and spent $200 on, you know, home decor that I really didn't need. And, you know, like you've got to be able to be vulnerable if Mm. you're going to have them see you and support you through this. So it's got to be someone that you trust to hear your honest feelings and your fears. And, you know, there'll be times when you say, I can't do this and I'm going to fail and, you know, I've got so many shortcomings and all of that. And they need to be able to hear you and then help you work through them. So, um, 
yeah, you need someone that's not going to sell you out <laughs> to anyone else uh, or disclose your weaknesses or concerns or the stories that you have or expose your vulnerabilities to other people. So it's got to be, you know, a very trusting relationship and, and for different people that will that will look very different who they trust. But, um, yeah, I think that's got to be key. Yeah, yeah. If you don't trust them, you're not going to be honest with them because you're going to be feeling protective of yourself mm. and that's then not really going to help you necessarily um, with the like with the the honesty that you need in order to, to move forward uh, and to get past any of those obstacles. So as well as being somebody that you trust to tell your truths to, this person also needs to be able to cope with hearing those truths from you and they need to be um, trustworthy with those those truths but they need to be able to cope with um, your vulnerability in an appropriate way Um, they need to be able to also have the courage to call you out on your behavior and um, challenge some of your thinking and reframe your thinking Um, and it doesn't have to be when we say calling out, we don't mean that they're being harsh about it, but they're just saying, hey, you said that it's you know really important to you that, um, you're, that you're drinking your water every day because it helps you with you know five of your issues that you have with your health. However, you've just told me that you've been drinking you know, like a lot of Coke and that it's okay to do that. So you're, you know, so it's just that challenging you on you're saying this and this is what your goal is. However, your behavior is telling me this. So do we need to think about that? So it's not like they're just going to say, you know, oh, this is all rubbish. You've, you've said you want to do this, but now you're doing this. You don't, it wouldn't be like that, but it would be, you know, you're a failure. You're a fraud. <laughs> you're a phony. <laughs> exactly. We don't want that, but we want someone to be able to, 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 to challenge us. So they need to be able to be um, okay with challenging you and you need to be okay with hearing it from that person um, as well. Yeah, because if, if it's a relationship that you've had previously, like if you're not going out to find a brand new person to be your accountability partner, if you've got history of any sort, be it a friendship or working relationship or maybe it's a sibling you're considering to be your accountability partner, if there's ever been kind of a power imbalance in your relationship or a level of competitiveness with them, then it could be really hard for them to tell you that, actually, I think you're just being lazy on this or I think you're just you're finding excuses for why you're you're not achieving when really you just need to put more hard work in. And like I would find that stuff hard to hear from certain people in my life. I would think that it's coming from something else or they're enjoying it. They're taking too much pleasure in telling me that I'm not succeeding or that I'm not or that I'm being lazy. So you would have to find someone that you are okay hearing that stuff with and you don't see it as it being like a power play for them that they're just being honest with you and trying to trying to get the best from you um, by highlighting, you know, the things that you might not be living up to. Yeah, I think sometimes working with there there is a little bit of a minefield when working with people that we already have a relationship with. And like you said, because I think one of the main reasons is that we can sometimes question their motivations Mm. uh, and we can sort of question their intentions. And it'd be good if we didn't and we could try and sort of go into this with a bit of a clean slate, but it's always there. There's always history there. And, uh, and like you said, it might be something like you're like, they're just, they're loving 
being bossy to me because I was so bossy to them when we were teenagers or whatever. Yeah. Um, that thought might might come in there or, you know, are they just being spiteful or whatever. So we might have those thoughts sometimes. And, um, you know, and, and with spouses that you have been with for, you know, 25 years, you know, you might sort of go, you know, are they, you know, they're just doing this because or it's yeah. because I did this to them that they're doing this to me. Mm. Uh, so there is that possibility. So, yeah, it's something that we, we have to be okay with. Um, trusting them to be honest with us and not make assumptions about their intentions in a negative way. Mm. Especially because if we're sitting them down and saying, look, I this is my project or this is my goal, I want you to be my accountability partner, this is what I expect <laughs> from you, so I expect you to help, you know, um, keep me on track and, like, remind me of the, the, you know, maybe the milestones that we've set and call me out on my crap when I'm, make excuses, you know, don't don't enable me to to fail, mm. all that kind of stuff. You would be outlining that to them and then if they go, okay, right, you're really falling behind here and you're like, hey, no, I don't How dare you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Back exactly. off. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and then obviously somebody that you can celebrate with. So someone who will, you know, really be looking for ways to – remind you of your achievements and be be quick to notice when you are achieving your goals and quick to notice when things positive are happening so that they can um, reinforce the your motivation by you know, basically you know lots of praise and and noticing when things are going well is also really really helpful yeah definitely so have you had an accountability partner before I've tried to and I've tried to use my husband. <laughs> that doesn't really work, mm-hmm. uh, probably for the reasons that I've already said, um, because I don't, I don't know why, and it's not his fault. Like he's, and it's probably both of us are incompatible in that way. I, I get defensive, and he does what I've asked him to do, but I interpret it because he does it in his way. I interpret it as the wrong way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and so it's just all so it doesn't work um so yeah definitely friends are better for me um and you know he can be for other things <laughs> but I haven't done it in like in a proper formal way in a lot for a big long-term goal mm. I've done it for more short-term things uh, Zoe and I work well together as accountability buddies so we've done that before and we also work well as um body doubles for each other so she's a she's a good one to to work with Mike because we're we're quite compatible in our personalities mm. and um and we still even though we are have similar personalities we don't do the enabling either so that sort of we we lean more towards the enabling than anything else but we still don't do it enough to just derail us completely but for short-term things like you know I've used focus mate as well um focus mate is good for when I just go you know what I just need to sit down in front of something and, and just do it for an hour and stop procrastinating on it and so then I tell that person and with focus mate as well you can screen share so they can see what you're working on so they can see if you wander off to Facebook or whatever uh, and you can't do that so that's um for short-term things that that's been helpful for me but yeah I I've really never even heard of that focus mate oh focus mate's really cool it's great for ADHDs. Mm. Yeah, I love, I love that. It. I'll see. Yeah, and so- anyone working at home and anyone who's lonely, like anyone who works from home on their own and is kind of sick of just staring at 
their four walls and not having any interaction. I mean, if you're having, if you're working from home and you're having meetings all day, you're not going to want to do focus mm-hmm. mate because you're still interacting with people. But if you don't interact with people very much, sometimes it's quite nice to have someone there working with you. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I remember having a, um, it was like a professional goal in terms of what I was trying to achieve uh, in a workplace within a certain time frame, and the, my big mistake was someone uh, that I definitely looked up to. It was probably should have been more a mentor rather than an accountability mm. partner, but I was trying to make them my accountability partner, and I was inspired by them. But because they were in my chain of command, like it wasn't my boss, but it was my boss's boss then I couldn't be completely honest because they'd be like, oh, so you had this milestone that you were going to have this achieved by then and that's you've not even started that. And I couldn't go, oh, yeah, it's because I skived off and went to the mall at lunchtime and took two hours <laughs> to come back. Like I can't, you know, like I couldn't be entirely yeah. honest. I would be like, yeah. oh, um, yes, well, a few other things came up. And then it was like straight <laughs> away I'm not telling them the truth, so how can yeah. they call me out on my crap when they uh, they're not yeah. even seeing it you know they don't so even know it. yeah um yeah so that was a poor choice just because of the hierarchical nature of the the workplace and the fact that mm. yeah <laughs> i was did, well, didn't want to jeopardize my performance report by telling them the actual truth, <laughs> the truth. about <laughs> what i was doing with my time um, yeah yeah that would have happened to me as well i i expect um that yeah and mentors are good in lots of ways and I think if you you can use a mentor as an accountability partner I think but like you said as long as there's no um, conflict there with it with a chain of command or something like that so a mentor could be someone who works for a different company in the Mm. same role as your boss but not your actual boss Um, so that could possibly be a little bit more helpful because then you could be a little bit more honest with them yeah and that's where if if your goal is decluttering and you're trying to find an accountability partner. If you were getting a professional organiser or someone in to help you, as long as you can, if that person feels good to, to you, and we've talked before about shopping around for personal, like professional mm. organisers and that they've got to be the right fit. If you could find someone that was coming into your home that you really clicked with, that you could you felt ticked a lot of those boxes that you were okay hearing from them if they were could see stuff and you were happy to be vulnerable and honest with them then they can mm. they can absolutely help help you like there are professional services that are great i think you just got to find it's a bit like shopping for a therapist you know you got to find the one that works for you you can't assume that anyone that you call can just slide right into that role Mm, yeah counselors are good accountability partners as well like i said all professionals in those helping industries can can do the same thing and um but yeah it like you said there's got to be that transparency in that you know the vulnerability and the honesty has to be there or it's less likely to to work yeah absolutely okay so we want to hear about you and your goals and projects and whether you have an accountability partner or if you've chosen a dud one like i have um (laughs) So come and join us in our Facebook. Don't know that community. they were the dud. I think you were the yeah, dud. Yeah, I in was that the dud. It was situation. a dud choice. I put myself in a dud situation. <laughs> um, yeah. So come and make me feel better about myself by joining our Facebook community and telling us about your accountability partners. Or maybe you've had blazing success, and then we want to hear about that too. 
Um, So we'll catch you there and then we'll be back again with you next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered. If you would like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at rebeccamazino.com.au and basklifecoaching.com. Mm -hmm.